Bye, everybody. Love Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning, everybody. So sorry, um, having some technical difficulties on my side over here, trying to get everything ready uh, for Loretta McNary Live. Thanks so much for tuning in. We have an amazing guest. And um, for him to be available at the last minute was nothing but um, favor on my part. But before I bring him in, because I know, uh, oh, my goodness, this is going to be a crazy show. I already know it. i got to um, give you two announcements um, people were asking me to mention about an award I was nominated for through the new Tri-State Defender um, newspaper here in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm nominated for a... Um, Best in Black Awards in the local media personality category. So if you'll go to bestinblackawards.com and vote for me as your local media personality, I would certainly appreciate it and also want to encourage you to buy your tickets for, because, you know, the circus is coming to town. Yeah, the Universal Soul Circus is coming to Memphis, Tennessee on September 1st. And September 1st at noon, I will be the honorary guest ringmaster. Yes, I know. <laughs> it's going to be crazy funny. I know. i got to ride the elephant and everything. But I'm looking forward to a step out of my comfort zone. But enough about me. Um, I've already extended the, the time on this show for today because I know our guests, I mean, I don't know how I'm going to get through this, but uh, I hope they will. Hopefully, it won't be as bad as I think it is with me cracking up and not being able to ask him anything. Everybody, welcome to the show, my very special guest. He is so phenomenal. He is now an empowertainer, so we'll talk more about that. But there's funny, there's humorous, there's hilarious, and then there's Roderick E. Rice, a multi-talented comedian, singer, songwriter, motivational speaker, author, and self-proclaimed empowertainer, living the last life. And although the Billboard charting artist appears to have it all together, there was a time when he wasn't so sure how he would be able to make comedy with his church background. And if you've ever seen him, heard him, then you know he has found a way to do that. Welcome to Loretta McNary Live, everybody, Mr. Broderick Rice. Hi there, Broderick. Hey, hey. Hey, 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 Miss, hey, Miss Soul Circus, come on, somebody, <laughs> Miss Honoree, Miss Everything, I like, why am I on this show, they can spend the rest of the time talking about you, congratulations, <laughs> you don't need yeah. me, listen, you yeah. don't need me, huh, <laughs> I didn't land no Plymouth Rock, <laughs> Plymouth Rock landed on me, <laughs> You are let me get some interview in. I promise you, you are going to let me get some interview in because I was watching you on YouTube. Uh huh. Yeah. You you are crazy. I mean, in a good way. And it's so funny. I've seen impersonators do people, but you actually started looking like the person that you impersonated. That's crazy to me. Let me tell that you something. Listen, let me tell you something. When you got bills, <laughs> you gotta listen. You gotta be good at something. <laughs> That's why. This, that, listen. That's why I don't condemn drug dealers. I wish they wouldn't sell the drug, but I don't condemn. Cause a part they try to feed their family. I got to feed my family. Do you know the state of Arizona? Feed <laughs> State of Arizona. They don't care. They, they don't care about nothing. Riot. They say, "Have my money." <laughs> have I'll your support. money. Okay, and all the fellas say, "Hey." Yeah. So you know I gotta what? do. I gotta do something good, and uh, you know, making people laugh is one of the things I do good. One thing you you do really well, and to be able to take your comedy in one of the largest churches and most known churches in the world, you gotta have something else going on. I tell you, what you because you I know watched what? the video when you were at TD Jakes Bishop Jakes Church. It was yeah. so crazy. 
Yeah, listen, you know, you, I, I had to get out there and just do it. You know, um, I, I, I certainly give credit to my parents and my upbringing for setting that base. And I can say that more now at age 47, you know. They just mm-hmm. set that base for me. Listen, I didn't know by them putting me in church, it was going to uh, put me in an environment um, that is, if you look in the whole perspective of things, it's like everybody can't do church comedy. I mean, you know, just like everybody can't do uh, club comedy. You know, you just have to find your niche. And by me growing up in church, you know, everybody in the world, especially in the hood, <laughs> they were coming to church. Listen, I don't care if it's only once a year. <laughs> and that's all I needed. Over, <laughs> over a period of 10, 20, 30 years, you know, you're like, okay, I see that, I see that, I see that. And I, I you know, I look all these years later and I said, wow. I'm living off of or be able to have a career, and I'm so grateful for it, off of people uh, that I saw growing up in church. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, so, you know, everybody. You, everybody I mean, you, how did it happen, though? How did you go for, I mean, because, you know, I grew up Baptist, and I know Baptist, yeah, uh-huh. you know, they don't play, they don't do a whole lot of laughing. Uh, oh, hey, listen, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they do. They just didn't let you see. They did a lot of everything. They <laughs> you, you know, pe- pe- hey, this is what I discovered then and I know now. You know, people are people. So, you know, yeah, it's like true. in church they put on that face. You know, that face. You know, that face look like something stinking in the room. You know, they, 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 they be trying to put it on for the Lord and other people, you know. But underneath it, we are all People, you know, we with the Lord because we need the Lord, you know. That's right. <laughs> it, 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 that, that's just what it is. So uh, just just watching, you know, just watching, observing, uh, and sometimes even being a part of, you know. I mean, we was there for everything. We did. Mm-hmm. We was in all the Easter plays, all the Christmas plays, <laughs> coming all the New Year's Eve program. Listen, you talk about cheap labor. <laughs> they said, "Let's get in this play and after so we got some fried chicken. We got some fried chicken and church punch for you, church punch." And I said, I, "Where do I find?" <laughs> you know, where do you find them? See, I know. I grew up, like I said, it's it's amazing. I had, I did. We did have fun, but it wasn't during Sunday service, and so that's my point. For you, you did Sunday service, then. <laughs> what? What? You know what? It's like. Uh, I observed, you know, I took it in, and now I'm just spitting it back out, mm-hmm. and uh, 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 and that's just the way it works. You know, with with all due respect, I don't think um I could last 25 years doing this if people thought it was totally disrespectful or ir- irreverent. Right. You know, but you know what, uh, some people, you know. They do think that it's irreverent. They think that it's blasphemous, you know, what I do, making fun of preachers or talking about things that happen in church or what have you. But I'm not making uh, fun of it in a disrespectful For me, I'm just, this is my experience. If I sold drugs, I'd be talking about that. You know what I'm saying? If, if mm-hmm. I was into gang banging, I guess I'd talk about that. But for me, my experience was church, my experience with God, my experience was the choir, my experience was the usher board, my experience was the deacon, you follow me, uh, and all of the stuff that went on, you know. And uh, so I just, for the people who can receive me, you know, uh, yeah. this, is who yeah. I, this is who I take it to. And, and, I, and, and, and I, you have yeah. found a way to do it better than I've seen anybody do it, seriously. Like well, you, you said, are too kind. Thank you. Time. No, I'm, I'm, look, I'm, I'm brutally honest, I tell you. <laughs> I just, 
I just come out like that. I've watched you over the years, and you have. Well, you know what? I heard somebody say something. I don't know whether it was Steve Harvey or Russell Simmons, but it was one of the hip-hop impresarios, I should say, or moguls. And they said, when you keep it true, that translates to your audience. You know, mm-hmm. when, you know, I go out on the stage, I talk about my weight. You know, I talk about weaves. You know, I talk about not being able to fight as a little kid, you know. Uh, you know, and so... By keeping it real, by keeping it true, by keeping it authentic, it, it comes out. It translates, and people connect to it. Um, mm-hmm. And then we all have a good time together. I was in Dallas just uh, this past weekend, and um, you know it was a phenomenal show. There's some shows I do. I do my job, and you know I always want to do a, a good job. You know I want to be professional. But then there's some shows where I not only do my job, but I. I have such a fun time myself, man. They had a Motown <laughs> review. They had smoke, uh, not Smokey Robinson, but they had uh, uh, Marvin Gaye. They had Mary, well, and it was a church, and they did a great job. You know, it was a church. They had it in their gymnasium. Ooh. It was a church. We had a great time, and I'm telling you, man, I, I normally imitate Bernie Mac, but and I just move on. But they was loving Bernie Mac so so much, I feel like I was Bernie Mac for thirty minutes. <laughs> You know, they just wouldn't let me go. I was telling them, hey, I got to move to the next show. They said, don't move to the next show. Stay with the one you're doing. So, uh, you know, but I I enjoyed it. Then they enjoyed it. I was Listen, I was up there sweating. You know, big boys do sweat. <laughs> but I was sweating. The people were laughing, having a great time. And that's, Loretta, that's what I love. You know, I love the professional part. Getting paid, yes. But I love just seeing people be healed, people happy, having a good time. From the older people to the young and fly to the little kids, you know. Oh my God, mm-hmm. that's you know. I love that. I love that. I can talk See, about that all day. You, you are a crossover. Everybody can relate to you. I mean, like you said, some people who never hardly ever go to church can relate because it's real stuff. You're not like making it up. It, you may embellish it a little, but you're not making this stuff up. It's hilarious that that happens to us because I've had some stuff that I could tell you that you could probably use on the show. You know, yeah, but it's it's funny. Yeah, you know, life life is funny. Life is funny. You know, life is not a joke. But life is funny, and if we if we take ourselves too seriously, we're not going to be able to enjoy it. And That's I true. tell church people, some church people, and religious people all the time, you know, I mean, you know, God is not impressed by you not smiling and frowning and I'm trying to look deep, you know. Just, just go ahead and love people. Love yourself and then love other people, you know. Love yourself, love other people. And I'm in that process right now, you know, of loving myself more. And the more I love myself, the more I come into the understanding of how to love myself, it makes it easier mm-hmm. for me to, to for me to love other people and then uh, to share the laughter, to share the jokes, to inspire people, uh, to help people come up out of a funk. There's so many reasons why you could be sad, depressed, down, discouraged, oh, yeah. you, you disillusioned. You know what I'm saying? But my point is, I'm not saying act like those realities aren't the realities that they are, but I'm saying, okay, do your best not to let them dominate your life, you know. Do do mm-hmm. your best to not let them control your whole day or your whole week. We all experience ups and downs, yes. But the whole goal, if we can just add this little seasoning in. I was, uh, I was at dinner with a friend of mine last week, and she ordered her dish, 
and she had to order like two times because she was used to that dish, but she kept saying, just a little something is missing. And then finally the manager <laughs> came out. He, The manager of the restaurant came out and said, I'm going to get it for you till I get it right. And uh, she, fi- she finally got what she wanted like she wanted it. And I think that's the way life can be, you know. And I believe laughter is that spice that helps make things nice. I'm going to say that again. That was good, right? I'm going to write that down. No, no, uh, right laughter is a spice. That helps make things nice, you know. So that's what I love to do. So when I see people laugh, I, I had an older lady uh, come out to my table afterwards, and it turns out it was the pastor's mother. And she came out, and she was she was like 81 years old. And she said, you know what? You were funny. I laughed till my jaws hurt. I just, woo. And that, listen, you know, that made me feel good. Now, now I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it real. I tell the people when I get up, when I get up and do my show, I tell them I say, "Listen, I've done comedy for 25 years." I said, "And I've never cussed." Amen. And then I say, "On stage." <laughs> can I can I keep it real, Loretta? Loretta, can I keep it real? You know, my, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie to you. Listen, praise ain't all I do. <laughs> you know, I I. I I have my moments. Listen, I have my moments where I ain't pleasing the Lord. <laughs> I don't feel you like know, it. You know, and we were all honest. We all uh-huh. can say that. There is something, you know, I don't care how righteous you are, you know, how holy you say you are, yeah. even on your best day, you did something that was yeah. not pleasing to God. And, yeah. it, you know, and then people say, well, you know, they want to put levels on sin. No. He said it's all the same. It's, it's, it's all the same. I think the thing, and I'm not, and I'm not making light of fun. I'm just being, I'm not making light of sin. I'm just being honest about it. And I, exactly. I tell people, I said, you know, every day, every day, and throughout the course of the day, there have been some times I get up and I'm prayed up and everything, and something will happen in the day that I did not properly prepare for or expect. And there are some times where or respond to. Oh uh, yeah. You know, I'd be like, "Ooh, sometimes I could be in the, I could be driving in traffic, <laughs> and in the middle of it, somebody somebody drive wrong, and uh, I, I I can be amazed. I could be watch. I could be listening to Christian music, <laughs> and and I'm not proud of this. I slip and say something not to them, but listen, I don't get a chance to say it to them. I say it about them to myself, and then I'm like, my, and the, listen, and the Christian music still be on. I'm like, oh Lord, please, please, not my mother, not my pop, not my. It's me, oh Lord. Standing in the need of prayer, driving in the need of prayer. And so, but you know what, I I think, I I promise you, I believe the Lord laughs at me constantly, frequently. But, you know, I keep going to him for help. I said, Lord, you know, forgive me. I blew that, you know. Uh, but then I keep on living my life. I keep sharing His love. You know, I keep I keep encouraging people, inspiring people. You know, and let, let me just throw this in. One of the things I'm finding more and more is the more that I make other people priority. You know, it doesn't mean that mm-hmm. I don't love myself and that I don't I'm not good to myself. But when I start saying, let me take the focus off myself. I'm aware of myself, and I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a minister to myself. But the more I say, okay, how can I meet that need? How can I be there? What what can I do? What can I say? And then sometimes I speak to people, especially in my neighborhood. <laughs> we have some affluent people in my neighborhood. Sometimes I'll be out for a walk, and they walk, and they dog, and I speak to them. And, uh, I, you know, I speak to them. They won't speak back, or they give me that little, you know, little fake smile. And sometimes I have to catch myself 
you know, sometimes I walk past people, they want to, I'll say good morning, you know, and I'll, I'll use my high-pitched voice because, you know, when you're black and you're in a white community, you have to use your high-pitched voice. That's what Martin Lawrence did. <laughs> May I get some sugar? Oh, but the thing is, I use my high-pitched voice. Yeah, hey, good morning. How are you? And they still don't speak. Look right at me and then don't speak. And now, see, that's when that's And you're when using that's, your proper arm voice and everything, right? Yeah, and that's when the spirit of cussing come, <laughs> want to come up out of me. Oh, the spirit and, of cussing. That, right. So the thing is, somebody said, you know, Roger, you got to check your motivation. You know, it's good that you want to speak to them, but if they don't speak back, you know, the, the thing to do is not to lash out. Just, hey, your motivation was right. They didn't speak. That's on them. You know, you just you just, you just, just say that for the next person you run across. So, you know, it's the stage life, and then there's my real life. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I, I like to keep it real. You know, I, I keep it real on stage. That's why people laugh. You know, I'm not afraid to reveal myself. I, I reveal my struggles. I reveal some of my fears, you know, and I reveal some of the things I've seen. And the reason why they're laughing is because I believe they've seen it too. It's just that, you know. They don't get on stage and talk about it through jokes. Uh, and even mm-hmm. in my personal life, you know, I, you know, I, I, I have the things that I'm proud of, Loretta, and then I got some stuff <laughs> I'm glad other people don't know about. You, you know, know, I hope they don't ever find out, right? And, we, you know, I have to say that, too, because people are trying to put you on this pedestal, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They'll put you up there, and Lord have mercy if they ever find out you made a mistake or said something that they didn't agree with and oh, oh, hey, hey, listen, knock you I, off. Yes, I was thinking yesterday. I was walking yesterday, and I said to my, I was thinking about something I was thinking about. I said, God, I was in Target. Amen. The Lord had led me there. And uh, did you like that? <laughs> you said the Lord led you there? Yeah, the Lord led me to Target. and uh, you know, To Target. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, like to, I like to get spiritual about stuff you don't need to get spiritual about. The Lord let me to talk. No, I wanted to go. Uh, <laughs> you decided to go. You that's right. Yeah, but you I, needed you, to go. Yeah, but you know, but you know, you know, some people go to church, Christian. They go to the Lord, the Lord. That you just wanted to do that. You didn't even need the Lord for that. You can shop without Him. But uh, I almost forgot my point now. But but one thing I know I, I had to say, you know, is about keeping it real, the balance. You know, I know that there are things in my life that I need to work on. You know, but if I had everything fixed, Loretta, if we had everything fixed, what would we, what would we need the Lord for? Right, right. You know, that and he wants to be needed. Yeah. You, you, wow, that's good. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm not just sitting down on it and just saying, well, let the Lord do everything, you know. But I am saying I need you. I need you not just every day. I need you every moment of the day, you know. Lord, 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 um, should I say, Lord, just keep my consciousness on you. Let let me be thinking mm-hmm. about you, you know. I, it's not like every moment I'm like, uh, 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 it's not like I'm saying, um, uh, God, God, God all the day. But w- w- what it is, it's just like. Attitude of consciousness and awareness of him and uh, and what he wants to share with me because what he shares with me, I get his chance to share with other people. Now, if I'm if I'm talking too much, let me know, Loretta. No, I'm enjoying it. I, I do want to, because uh, I'm telling you, my dogs are, are going to be just stiff by the time we finish this conversation. Uh, you know, just to give people a little background, how you got started and how did you transition from, you know, because you grew up in the church. You said you sang in every choir from the baby choir to <laughs> every choir that was at the church. And, and now you're doing comedy. So how did your family, you know, your pastor was an assistant pastor. How did he feel about you doing um, stand-up comedy? Well, keep in mind, I was in church my whole life, 
and then somewhere around age 22. That's that's where it actually started. I went to a musical uh, that uh, my the drummer at my church uh, had uh, me that he wanted me to go to. I went to this concert. He asked me to sing because singing is what I did at my church. Uh, and when he asked me to sing, I went. The program was just loaded with people already. I mean, Hezekiah Walker was there, L.A. Mass. That was when L.A. Mass choir was hot, hot, hot back in the day. And all of these different choirs were on uh, to, to sing. And I said, if I go out there and sing, ain't nobody going to remember me. And then I remember some of the jokes, just little jokes and impressions that I've been doing at my church and the convention, at home, in the neighborhood, wherever. And I just went out there, did those impressions. That's back in 1987. And, man, I went out there. The people enjoyed it. I mean, I never will forget. It was like a standing ovation. It was just like I had given starving people a chicken bone, you know, uh, and uh, they really enjoyed it. And I knew. I knew from that moment. I said, you know what? I I don't know how all I'm going to do it, but I could do this for the rest of my life. Now, that being said, I was in college. I dropped out of college, and I started pursuing that comedy thing, I'm talking about, I was keeping my regular job, uh, but uh, I was just going after I didn't even know it. I didn't have an agent. I didn't have management. I didn't have a publicist. I didn't have an attorney. I didn't have an accountant. All I knew was, I said, how can I get to the next church? And then what happened was opportunities started coming. And one church would hear about me, another church, and then a little program. I, I, I've done shows where I didn't get paid. It wasn't about getting paid at the time because I still had my little job. Okay, at Baskin mm-hmm. Robbins. Okay, how you doing? Okay, what? <laughs> Double scoop? Or do you want a pint? <laughs> what? Was that a Sunday or a banana royale? <laughs> you know, I still have my little job. And so it was all about the laughter, all about being able to reach a whole new genre, church people. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. who do their best to try to seem serious and deep all the time. And now originally... I, my mom was concerned. How are you, how you going to drop out of college to be a what? Not just a comedian, a gospel comedian. You don't tell something, church. You got to be serious about the Lord. But it turns out my mom and my dad have been and are some of my greatest supporters uh, all of these years. Uh, whenever I'm doing something, or, or especially my major projects, you know, they come. They get, but now let me tell you something. My first national album was a result of me connecting with my buddy Tommy Ford from the Martin Lawrence show. Uh-huh. Uh, and wow. we all know we all know Tommy without the job. What's up, dog? Uh, we we met in college, and when I signed my record deal, the fact of the matter is when you're a new artist, especially in gospel, sometimes you got to come up with your own money. And I didn't have the money. Uh, and I went to my buddy Tommy Ford, and I told him what I was trying to do, uh, the man wrote the check. Trust and believe he wrote the check, and he wrote the checks for my first project, and I will wow. be forever indebted to him. Tommy, if you're listening or anybody that knows, you know, send the love. Love you, Tommy. Uh, <laughs> he, he helped with that first project, and that really kicked it off nationwide. The record company only wanted to do a CD. Tommy said, hey, if it's comedy, let's do let's do a, 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 v, a VHS at the time. Let's do a, a, a video. And we actually did the video and man, I'm telling you, it just it took off from there. Billboard charting, 
uh, we got a chance to perform at some of the best shows, the Stellar Awards, and uh, uh, from there to, to TVN, the Word Network, BET, just so many opportunities have come since then, from Kirk Franklin to Yolanda Adams to Mary Mary to Donnie McClurk and Kim Burrell, Isaac Hayes, Gladys Knight, all these people. I couldn't have imagined that I would have the opportunity, have all of these opportunities, uh, and the opportunity to connect and work with and among so many people, not just in the religious um, uh, arena, but also uh, in the general mainstream. You know, so it, it's, it's been awesome. It is awesome, and I'm looking forward to continue to become more awesomer. Oh, I'm sure. No more doubt. awesomer. Oh, Did you hear? I just made awesomer. that word up. More awesomer. Yeah. You know, we can put that R on any word and make it a new word, right? That's right. That's right. Look at them like they listen. Look and look at everybody else who don't know the word like they need to step up. <laughs> like you don't know the means of that. That's right. What's your problem? What's your problem? You know, you have to do a um. You, you got to do an impersonation for me, but before you do an impersonation. You know, we have only 30 minutes in the show. I just want to tell you that because you told me how you became Bernie Mac for about just 30 minutes. So, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh-huh, right. Really, in front of the radio audience, Loretta? <laughs> did you just check me? <laughs> no, I did. No, I did. Because, I mean, I have the time. I just didn't ask for that much of your time. And, and again, I thank you so much for um, accepting our invitation to be oh, our guest at the last minute on Loretta's Live. It's my privilege. It's my I'm privilege. telling you, I don't know how I'm going to breathe. I'm, what, I'm what, already having problems. What, no, you're doing, you're doing fine, but I really appreciate your kindness. And uh, you know what? Can I talk about a new project I got coming out? Yes, please. Yeah. Okay, I know we only got, I only got a, we probably got a couple of minutes left, but um, I have a new project coming out. It's called The Stupid Life Intergalactical Full Faith and Full Joy Church with Some Left Over. Uh, and I, <laughs> you okay, heard me say right. That it's, again. The, it's the <laughs> Stupid Life Intergalactical Full Faith and Full Joy Church with Some Left Over. And it's a, it is a crazy selection of silly sermons and sideways singing. I mean, I'm on, I, got a, I got a little message on there I'm going to preach called Gas Ain't Nothing But Praise. Uh, I got another little sermon on there called Your Church Ain't That Big. Uh, I got another sermon on. I got another sermon on there called "Too Many Bishops." I got one on there uh, to where dogs and cats are worshiping. They're giving God all the pause and all the praise. They pause for the praise. <laughs> it is stupid. I got a song in there called "I'm Sweating for the Lord." Then I got another oh, song in there called "Jesus Is My Biscuit and He Is My Jam." So oh my the, the whole goal of it, though, is Loretta, is to help people laugh, help people get relief, <laughs> help people get a release, and, and listen, and, and relieve that stress and that pressure of life and the pressure of trying to seem like you are someone or something that you're not. So it's called the Stupid Life. Now the website is going to be up. It's going to be. It should be thestupidlife.com. It'll be up the first of. Or the middle part of September. I know that I'm running it close, okay. but we balling on a budget. <laughs> so the stupid life is coming out on October the second, two thousand twelve. That's October the second, two thousand twelve. Online, iTunes, CDBaby.com, Amazon. So people will be able to rush out and get it. But keep in mind, unfortunately, the website won't be up until the middle of September. <laughs> Trying to get that money to the graphic designer now. <laughs> so. 
So, so I appreciate you allowing me just to share that, and people can get ready for that. Tell all your friends. Oh, I'll be, I'll be Twittering what, and Facebooking and yeah, YouTubing and all tweet? of that. What's their Twitter name so they can find? Tell us how we can find you because I know oh, how listen, to find you. Tell our audience. Listen, go to facebook.com forward slash Broderick E Rice or hit me up on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Empowertainer. That's Twitter forward slash Empowertainer. That I'm there every day, all the time. Okay, then we know how to find you. Yeah, find me. Tell me about how did you um, create that word, and you know what's the significance behind it, or what motivated you to. Well, you know what, self-proclaimed label. You know, I'm sure will catch on. Yeah, well, it, it came to me, empower, I was just thinking, I empower people through entertaining them. I'm going to say that again. I empower people through entertaining them. So through whether whether it's my singing, keep in mind, you know, I sing, I speak motivationally, I preach, and I do the comedy. So my whole goal is to empower you as I entertain you, as I engage your mind, as I engage your soul. And so it's Broderick. The empowertainer, you know, it makes no difference what I'm doing. I'm empowering you and I'm in entertaining you and challenging you and inspiring you, hopefully, uh, to discover your purpose, to pursue your purpose, and to maximize your purpose. That's that's my passion for waking up every day. Mm-hmm. If I can't do that, I'm not happy. And so that that's my goal and my focus every day. Wow. So when you when you're singing, are you totally singing, or are you always in that same zone with the singing, the uh, empowerment, and the preaching, or are there three different persons? Well, well you, you know what, you know what, I, I think there's watch this word here. There's an an amalgamation or a combination. <laughs> that was my word for the week, amalgamation. Um, <laughs> it, it's a combination of them all. You know, now listen to this. I don't know if you're ready for this. I actually have a love music CD that's out. It's called Love Speak, uh, available at cdbaby.com. It's called Love Speak, and I actually do music for faith-based audiences. Uh, And so I I wrote a song called Proverbs 31 Woman. I even wrote a song. And let me tell you something. Everywhere I go, I do very well in terms of selling this particular CD. I wrote a song called That Man. And the ladies mm-hmm. really connect with it. I would sing just a little piece right now, but I don't know if we had a time. We got the time. I told you I passed the time because I knew it was going to go over because I'm going to be laughing and can't get my questions out. Well, so, yeah. What, 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 listen, I wrote a song because I was, I was like, Laura, come on. You know, where where are the love songs for the people who love you? You know what I'm saying? You know, I can sing to him and worship, and yes, I want to do that, but in my relationships, I want to build relationships. You know, marriage, family, all of that, that's so important. Well, where are the songs that help build that aspect of our lives in faith? So it's like the Lord Challenge. He said, why don't you write a song? And I actually wrote one, and the song is called That Man. I'm going to sing just a little bit of it, and and you can just listen to the words. It goes like this. I'm going to be good to you, protect you, and provide for you. I'm going to honor you and treasure you, be faithful and submit to you, never turn my back on you, no matter what we're going through. I'm going to intercede and pray for you, going to treat you like a queen, because I'm that man that you've been praying for, that man that you've been waiting for, that man you've been believing for, that man, that man, ooh. Can you feel that? I 
Yeah, yeah, it's, it's called it's called Love Speak. It's available at cdbaby.com. You can just you can download it today. It's called uh 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 Love Speak and it has two songs on it as well as spoken word and instrumental music just to encourage love. You know, there's God is love, yeah. you know. So so yeah. if, if 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 you're in God, it, love is not a bad thing. Love isn't just about, you know, uh, what's that song say? We've been slept da, da, da. Oh no. You know, it's not just about sex. You know, love is about yeah. truth. Love is about integrity. You know, love is about hope. You know, uh, as the Bible says, the greatest of all things is love. Uh, because if we don't have love, we don't have anything. So I like writing about that. So they can go and get that there. So, you know, I'm doing the love music. I'm doing the comedy. I have a motivational CD out <laughs> called, I have a motivational CD out that you can go to cdbaby.com. You can download it called Gold Diggers, G O L. G O A L. So it's like gold diggers. Digging your way towards your goals. Digging uh-huh. your way towards uh-huh. uh, your purpose. Digging your way towards your passion in life. The the, the intention uh, that I believe the creator the creator has for having placed you on the planet. You know, you're not just another number. You're not just another statistic. You know, it makes no difference how many people are doing what you're doing. They can't do it like you're doing it. Why? Because they're not you. You have ex- you have the exclusive rights. To being you, I'm talking to somebody right now. You have the exclusive yes, right are. to being being you. And listen, I have a quote in my book, Gold Diggers, that says, "Comparisons are the paralysis of originality." I'm gonna say that again. Comparisons Ooh. are the paralysis of originality. That is to say, if I start looking at you and then comparing myself to you, first of all, that's unfair to myself, and it's unfair to the to the originality of somebody else. And so then what happens, I'm looking at you and I'm saying, well, I can't do it like that. Well, they're making more money, but they drive a bigger car. No, 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 no. What I have to say is, you know what, thank God for what's happening with them. And then celebrate them. But no, watch this. Know that my life, know that your life is something that can't be repeated. It can't be, it can't be duplicated. Nobody can beat you being you because only you are you. So that's all on the uh, on Ooh. the audio book called Gold Diggers. They can download that. And then I have another one called uh, Untangle Your Potential. There's so many people who don't realize. In this economy, we're not going to get jobs. It, 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 I mean, everything is shifted. You're not going to be able to get a job like Grandma did and then get a gold watch after 25 years. Exactly. You're not you're not going to have a 401k like you used to. You know, uh, <laughs> Social Security. It's it's and so what I believe is that. You and I'm gonna I'm gonna do a motivational CD called "You Are Your Empire." Mm-mm-mm. Guess what? Yeah. You were bo- listen. You were born to hire yourself. And let me tell you yeah. something. Let me tell you something. Listen, it, it, if you have a degree and you know you have all this potential, now I'm very biased when it comes to this because I believe creativity is capital. My God, say that again. Ooh. Creativity is capital. I know, I know that you wouldn't look for the job, and I know you may say, "Well, it, it costs money." The number one thing it costs is your thoughts, your thoughts, your mind, the way you think, and your attitude with your mind is one of the most important elements that can determine your success or your failure. Napoleon Hill, in one of his prolific works, Think and Grow Rich, he said, "You and I are one." Thought or one idea away from incredible success. 
Mm. I, I remember hearing one of the stories about Les Brown, who's one of my distant mentors. Uh, I'm, I'm one of his mentees through reading his books and listening to his literature uh, for years. And one of the things mm-hmm. I found out about him is that there was a time when he was living out of his office and then training everybody else on how to become a multimillionaire, and he didn't even have a place to live. But he stuck with what he believed. He stuck with some of his ideas, his epigrams, his axioms, his insights. And and now today we all know him as one of the icons of motivational speaking around the world, not just amongst the African-American community. You know, we Mm -hmm. take great pride in him, but he crosses all lines culturally, socially, civically, politically. And so I want to say to people through that uh, motivational CD, Gold Diggers, and untangle your potential. I, I, I want, and you can tell that's where my passion is. I, you know. Oh I, yeah, I love, you got started on that. You know, I love the laughter. I love the love music. You know, these are my talents. This is this is all a part of Project the Empire Retainer. But I love to inspire people to tap into the power of who they've been purposed to be. You cannot be copied. You cannot be copied. Some people may try, but you cannot be copied. You have the exclusive rights to you. Uh, so. So enjoy that. Embrace that. Uh, and don't allow circumstances to limit your dreams. Don't allow circumstances to limit your dreams. I say this. I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to let you ask me whatever other question you want to ask me. But I, one, of my, one of the things I love to say to people, I say, your future is brighter than it's never been, and not even the sky has to be your limit. Ooh. I want you to say that one again. Listen, your your future is brighter than it's never been, and not even the sky. I hear some people say the sky is the limit. No, 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 no. Not mm-hmm. even the sky. I, I I get it. I understand what they're saying. I acquiesce. But not if you want to go <laughs> higher. Not even the sky has to be your limit. And so if you watch this, if you can mind it, M I N D, you can do it. If you can mind it, M I N D. You can then do it. So I, I tell people this. Listen, even if you don't have all the money in the world, if you can get paper, scratch paper, as my mother called it, and a pencil, you don't even need a ballpoint pen or a Mont Blanc. If you can get some scratch paper, watch this, and a number two pencil, or, or half of another, the, the bottom part of a number two pencil without the eraser. I believe that you can begin to write your thoughts down. This is one of the things I do every day. I keep journals with me. I have color-coded journals, one for my music, one for my comedy, one for my preaching, one for my motivation, and I write my ideas down. I'm in the studio right now. I don't have a record company behind me. I'm investing into my own dreams. And I believe everybody, even if you don't have the money, I don't have all the money. I go out and make a little bit here. Sometimes I can go to the studio. Sometimes I can go to the printer. Sometimes I can't. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I have to. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I go and I'll say, "Hey, uh, can you give me a, a few more?" Listen, I said, "Can you give me a little extra?" He said, "How much you need? Four weeks?" <laughs> you know. But but the point is, there's something powerful about believing in your dream and then acting yeah. and then acting on it. So whoever's listening right now, let me tell you something. You may not have the cash. Do you not know that if you believe enough in your dream and as you begin to take your baby steps, now this is going to sound interesting. The power of the universe will begin to line up to help you. The Me, universe, that's the the universe needs you to become you. I'm gonna say that again. The universe needs you to become you because your flavor, your spice, the ingredient that your life is is so necessary in making the global community better. 
And so that's what I'm doing. As Broderick the Empower Tainer, that's my vision, that's my mission, that's my purpose, that's my passion. And so whether it be through the comedy, whether it be through the love music, whether it be through the worship music, you know, um, I'm doing something in 2014. I have to plan ahead uh, for mm-hmm. young people, and uh, it's called, uh, you know what, I need to shut my mouth. See, this is just what you warned me about. You said, Roderick, <laughs> <laughs> we only have so much time. And then what do I do? Take right off. But I, I tell you, I'm excited about this. I, I, I get really excited about encouraging people to believe in their dreams. Because there's so many people. Uh, now, I don't have a college degree. Like I told you, I dropped out. So if I can't get a job, I don't understand why. <laughs> so, <laughs> But there's some people who worked hard to get their degrees, their doctorate degrees, yeah. their master's, and they get a job. I want to encourage you to let you know there's more to you, there's more to your potential than just the degree that you've earned. There's more to you, to your potential, than just the degree that you've earned and the traditional channels through which those degrees are accepted. The ideas that you have in your mind. You know, Bill Gates didn't finish college. Does it seem like it's affecting him right now? No. Not at all. Yeah. You know, Steve Jobs, a lot of those guys, you know, they, they, they don't have degrees per se, but they had an idea. You know, and for me, I take my ideas, I write them on paper, I go into the studio, I record some of them, or I put them in the form of a book, and uh, and then I'm living on that. And, oh, but trust me, there are challenges, there are setbacks, there there are days where I just don't want to deal with the challenge. I don't. And some days, I don't deal with it. It's ice cream and movie time. What? <laughs> You know, and sometimes I go in, I get in my little funk, and sometimes I'll call some of my friends. I tell them, "Ooh, I don't feel like nothing today." You know, ain't nothing working right with it, and they'll listen to me. But by the time, excuse me, the conversation is over, I'm back up. Oh, well, I gotta get to this. I gotta do this. I, you know, I can't stay down long. Sometimes I get down, but I ain't gonna stay down. You know, I, that I may, was one of my questions because I know I do too, and people don't understand that they don't they don't believe it. But I have my days where I'm like, you know what, I can't do this. I, I, don't, I don't, I just can't. You, you know what? Yeah. Of course, you know, we do that self-talk because it's going to do good for you. Hey, 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 let me tell you something. I, I heard someone else say it. Depression is not unhealthy unless it's sustained. Mm-hmm. Depression is not an unhealthy thing un
and there is health. And, and it is my hope and my wish and my prayer that for everybody that may be going through right now, that they know that, that there is hope, there is health, there is help. And, uh, and there is happiness in for the present and for the future as well. So don't count yourself out. Never count yourself out. Do you know sometimes when we fail, we just want to eliminate ourselves? You know, we just, we're so embarrassed. We're just so outdone. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, we just want to eliminate ourselves from competition. And in some cases, unfortunately, some people just want to eliminate themselves from life, you know. You know what I discovered? I'm going to say this and try to be quiet. Not all suicide is sudden. I'm going to say that again. Not all suicides are sudden. We often think when somebody ends their life with a gun or hangs themselves or jumps off a building, we say, oh, that's suicide. But you know what? I think any time you're not, you're not living your life to the fullest, you're taking your life. If you're not really living life, you're taking life. Mm. So it's almost a form of suicide. Mm. So, so, so the key thing is to find that way, to actually live that life, to, to go through whatever you have to go through, but to live that life just to say, God, so, Lord, I feel like I, today I just don't feel it. I don't want to get up. I don't want to go to the meeting. I don't want to be with my kid. I don't want But if you could just find, just know. And that's my prayer. That's my hope that somebody that may be down in the dumps can just hear this today or whenever it's aired or re-aired and just know there's hope, there's help, there's health. So don't give up. You Don't, don't fake. Don't fake. That, listen, don't fake out, but don't give up. Don't fake out, but then don't give up either. So, that, hey, listen, that's from my heart. I'm going to close my mouth. This is your radio show. But but this this. <laughs> This is, this See, is all. People need to hear that, and I, I say it all the time. So, of course, hearing it from somebody else, that, that helps, and, and there will be somebody who is, this was all for, and they'll hear it, and they won't give up, and they'll get up, and they'll uh, renew and refresh themselves, and they'll go ahead and pursue their purpose and their goals and all that good stuff. Because we do have to take that time out to encourage people. We can laugh, and you know, because we want people yeah. to be happy. Yeah. But we also know there, for every person that's really happy, 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 yeah. there are several out there who are not. You know, they just can't get it together in their minds. And, and it's always worse in your mind than it is in the physical. Oh, wow. We have a tendency to, you know, in our You need to say that again and then just say something about that. You said it's always what? It's always <laughs> worse. You said it's always yeah, worse in our, our minds. Yeah, in our minds, is almost, cause we have a tendency to write everybody's part. Wow. Instead of living it out. Well, we write everybody's part, and, of course, we're controlling it, and so we're making it worse. So you can do the flip side of that. If you're going to write the story, then write it happy. If you're going to dream the dream, why not make it a great dream, a successful dream, a wealthy dream, a dream where you are so wealthy that you can give and make everybody else's life better instead of writing that dream in your mind that depletes you and deploys everything that you've accomplished so far. So wait a minute. So you mean to tell me I'm either writing my dream or my nightmare by my thoughts? Yeah, every day. Every day. Every wow. day. And it's not like wow. for, you know, some people say what you do today writes your future. But right now, what you're thinking today writes your next moment, your next minute, your next hour, your next week, your next day. Well, that's that's, so that's so true how because, it works. So, wow. So so if I get up in the morning, and I've seen me do it, you know, mm-hmm. some, there's, there's sometimes I get up in the morning or whenever it is, and I don't really, you know, I'll start saying, if I say something negative, then there, something negative happens. 
it deals. And it goes from, listen, I, listen, and then I'm snapping at everybody I run into, mm-hmm. you know, and thinking, you know, that they're, it, here's the crazy thing. How about this for a little psychoanalysis? You know, when I think negatively about me, I am, listen, I'm pretty, from that point, I'm pretty much sure, everybody, I, I feel like everybody else is thinking negatively about me. Mm-hmm. So then I start thinking a negative thought to think back to them, you know, and, and it, it's a downward spiral. I've done it. And, and I and I catch myself, you know, from time to time. But I, I love to make purposed and powerful statements to myself. You know, I, yeah. I say to people sometimes. I say, you know what? I have to meet with my mind in the morning before I start meeting with other people. You know, I, I find myself. I travel. I travel a lot, and so sometimes, you know, you have to wait on people to come pick you up. You know, you have to wait on them to take you to eat. You know, you have to. You know, you have to. You have to be nice and cordial and things of that nature. Uh, and there's some times where you just you just get tired of being nice. You get tired of being cordial, congenial, courteous. Uh, but then I have to what I call reconfigure the pattern of my thinking. Reconfigure because I say if I if I operate in that train of thought, choo choo, I'm gonna derail. <laughs> if I operate. In the wrong train of thought, I'm my whole day is going to be derailed, my whole week, my month, and and unfortunately, if I keep going that way, my whole life. So, I, I often say, if 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 I can be derailed, if if my mind and my life can be derailed, or my day can be derailed, then I also believe it can be rerailed. That means put okay. back on track, like mm-hmm. it's supposed, like like it's supposed to be, and I can take control. And, uh, and 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 that's my challenge. When I walk into a grocery market, wherever I am, somebody asks me, "Hey man, how 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 are you? What's up? You know, how are you?" I say, "I am well." You know, uh, when you know when they say, "How are you?" When I go pick up my clothes from the cleaners, even when the bill is high, they say, "Hey, how are you?" I said, "Hey, I'm awesome." And I'm not I'm not just talking to them so much. I'm talking to myself. I have to remind myself, exactly. you, you, "Listen, yeah. you are awesome. You're wonderful. You're the." Now, things may not be going great, but that doesn't mean I'm not great. Things may not be going well for you, but that does not mean you cannot be well. You cannot be healthy. You cannot be uh, happy. And uh, and one of the things I'm learning is that happiness is not just a feeling. It is a knowing. It is a determined knowing that no matter what, I'm good. That's that's right, and what we've done with happiness, we made it like it's an event, it's an occasion, because it, we have to keep sustaining whatever that is that causes that feeling. Wow. feeling. Yeah. So, so I declare that I'm happy. I declare that I am well, in spite of whatever's going on. And once once I determine that, it's like wow. Then I, I begin to feed off of that. My soul, my mind, my spirit, everything in me uh, begins to feed on that, and uh, and so. But I'm grateful for the struggle. I'm, you know, this may sound crazy, but uh, sometimes my my failure is the necessary ingredient for my success. My failure mm-hmm. is my is a necessary ingredient to my success. There are times it, by bumping your head, you learn how to lower your head. <laughs> You know, uh, you touch that hot stove, 
Enough time? Okay, thank you very much. I will no longer be doing that. And there are times when, uh, whether it's a failed marriage, a failed career, a failed business partnership, a relationship, whatever it is, sometimes by failing or not achieving the intended or desired goal the first time or the second time or the third time. Michael Jordan talks about that in one of his books. Uh, He talks about how many points, how many shots he's taken and missed, how many shots he's Exactly, at the one second, you know, at the three-second mark or whatever to win a game and how he missed so many and how many shots. Right, Kobe Kobe Bryant. People don't remember that. Yeah, but guess, guess what? He is not remembered for how many shots he made. He's remembered he for the MVPs. He, he's remembered mm-hmm. for the scoring titles, the the six championships that he won. Um, right. And, 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 and so you will you will be. Because not really failure unless you give up. Until you Ooh, quit say, totally. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Say that again. It's not really failure until you totally quit and give up. Because oh, otherwise, it's just lessons learned. Ooh, have you written that so down? Really. No, you just have to take that out of your book. I don't believe in failure. I mean, I know there exists as quitting and giving up, but I don't believe failure exists. I think well, there's just well, lessons learned. Well, hey, and, listen, and, of course, it's mental and it's relative, but for me it doesn't exist. Well, hey, I, I, I respect your point of view. I respect your point of view because ultimately it's saying the same thing, and that is don't quit. Learn from whatever didn't, quote, unquote, go right. Uh, and 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 make it into something. That's you know. I think I, I can't remember what it was. Not, uh, I think Nyquil or one of the medicines was originally to try to. Uh, I can't remember which medicine it was. It was meant to help people stay awake, but they didn't put enough ingredients in it, and so the effect was it made people go to sleep. And I think, <laughs> and I can't remember which. Uh, somnia, a medicine that came out, and, and that, that's how they came up with it. First, it was meant to keep mm-hmm. people awake who were working in mm-hmm. a factory, I believe it was, but they didn't put the right amount in, and they noticed it would make people sleepy. So that, just like there's some people who need to be awake, they realize there's some people who need to help going to sleep, and that's how exactly. one of the medicines, and I can't remember which one it was, okay, but they realized, hey, just like they have Dayquil and Nyquil, you know, one yeah. For the day, one for the night. Keeps your awake and one keeps you, you have to go to sleep. And, yeah. and, you know, that's with a lot of things. I mean, there's always a yin and a yang to something. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a mixture. Uh, an old man told another uh, younger preacher one time, he said, son, it's going to take the manure to grow you. That is to say, mm-hmm. it's going to take what's stinky, what's foul, what's poopy uh, to grow you. And just think fertilizer. Fertilizer. Yeah, you, you put exactly. it on a lawn. And the and natural. As, yeah. yeah as, as smelly as it is, you know, as uncouth as my mother would say, as it, it, it may be or seem, the bottom line, the results that it produces is a lush, lively, fresh, green lawn. And so I believe that's the way it is in life. I learned, I, you know, I learned a lot. I, it, it seems like I love what we refer to as success, but I learned so much from the process that leads to it. Jim Rohn, and I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with him, he said it's not he multi-billionaire, motivational speaker, consultant. He said that, he said it's not the millions or the billions or whatever money. He said it's what becomes of you along the way. It's what becomes of you. You know, there, 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 there I guess perhaps are a lot of people who are quote-unquote successful, but... What has become of them? What has become of their relationship with their family? What has become of their 
personal character, uh, what has become of uh, their their integral makeup, you know, while they were on their way to their quote-unquote success. So to have that balance, you know, and that's what I'm working for. That, that that that's what I'm working for. That's what I'm hoping for. I hope that's what people pick up through the comedy, through the music, through the motivation, to the preaching. You know that that's what I hope. And then if if I can just live in realness and trueness every day, it makes everything else that I am quote unquote. I'm putting my quotation marks up. Everything else I'm doing <laughs> uh, more fulfilling, more meaningful. And it's an everyday process, and sometimes it's a It is. You have to make a, a decision every day, and sometimes but, but, every but, hour. And but I'm committed. So. I'm, but I'm committed to it. Yeah. And I want to say thank you for letting me come on here today and just share your platform. I know you're going up. I know you're going out. I know <laughs> you're going further. I know more and more people are being touched by this show as well as the television show, as well as your magazine and your books and your audio books and your conferences. I'm just going to speak it. I'm going to speak it all. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Because okay, this, this show has has definitely taken on a look of his own, as most of my shows do. And that's what I always pray that you know God have His way with them, and because yeah. um, I don't want to script anything, I want to I don't want to stagnate anything. I want it to flow smoothly with however it's meant to flow, and it has. And I'm uplifted myself just by hearing you. I feel empowered, chained, because um, we laughed a lot as the show first began, and then we talked a lot and got to know you more. And then we just started getting those little nuggets of truth and empowerment yeah, and inspiration yeah. from you. So what an awesome show. Thank you, Thank Roderick. You. Thank You're you. You're welcome. Thank you. And I'm going to go back to, look, to looking on YouTube and, and see some more of those videos since you didn't do your uh, impersonations. But that's okay. I like the um, feel of the show today because I can always go there and I can buy your CDs and I can buy your books yeah. and all that good stuff. So yeah. and we'll find out where you are so we can come support you. But thank you so much. That. You were so oh, awesome. No. Thank you. Thank you. Have an awesome rest <laughs> of the week. Okay. Well, we'll talk to you soon, and for everybody that's listening thank to Loretta McNary live, as always, thank you so much for your time because you could have chosen to do anything, but you decided to spend that hour with us today, and I know I'm blessed by it, and I hope something was said that made you smile, made you think, and made you feel empowered to go ahead and take your next step in faith, and until next time, we'll talk to you real soon. Goodbye.